traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. It's more money with leading economist Steve Moore. Stephen Moore is with us, economist. With more than 30 years experience as an economist and as a leading thinker of government on business, showing deep understanding of the shifts in the global economy. He's leading economist Steve Moore with more money on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, here's your host, Steve Moore. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping, and I've brought me some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low, let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight, how I'll hate going out in the storm. But if you really All right, folks, is that a classic or what? I like one of my favorite Christmas carols. Best time of the year. Come on. This is the best time of the year. Uh, I'm so behind. Oh, my God. I'm so behind on my Christmas shopping. You know, I'm worried now whether Amazon is going to be able to deliver the gifts on time. You know, that's a big problem because of the supply chain problems. By the way, folks, I'm Steve Moore. This is the More Money Show. Thank you so much for joining us every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. It is the highlight of my week to to be able to host you all. And uh, I always, uh, you know, I've decided what I'm going to do on the show most weeks. By the way, we're on at 1 p.m. on Saturdays and then 4 p.m. on Sundays on WABC Talk Radio, the top talk radio station in the United States. I love it. We get calls everywhere from Georgia to North Carolina to Maine to Vermont, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania. Just just love uh, our, our listeners. And, and I always say this is freedom of speech radio, folks. I want to hear from people on both sides of the aisle. I'm obviously a pretty conservative free market guy. Uh, but I want to hear from you when we, because uh, I'm going to be taking your calls at the end of this uh, hour, uh, because that's the highlight for me is to hear what is on your mind. Um, so let's get right down to it. Uh, we are in the final weeks, obviously, of 2021, and I have been devoting almost all year, almost the entire year, to defeating this god awful, horrific massive spending bill that Joe Biden is trying to push through the Congress uh, to the great discredit of Nancy Pelosi and the House Democrats. This god-awful bill passed the House, I think it was about two weeks ago, right before Thanksgiving. And uh, now it is sitting in front of the Senate. Unfortunately, I don't think any of the senators from the great state of Connecticut or any of the senators from the great state of New Jersey or any of the senators from the great state of New York are intending to vote against this bill, which I call the Build Back Broker 
bill because it's going to break our country. And, uh, and this is the time now we have to, as citizens, if you care about our country, your voice needs to be heard here. If they pass this bill, and it's three to four trillion dollar price tag, we will be spending decades trying to undo the damage that these Democrats have done. Incidentally, you've heard me say this before. I'm going to say it again. This bill is financially fraudulent. It's financial fraud, folks. If these members of Congress were the CEOs of a Fortune 500 company and they tried to do the bookkeeping, the way Congress is, to report to their shareholders how much they're spending and how much uh, revenue they're taking in, we would put every member of Congress in jail for this financial fraud. It's not a one or two trillion dollar bill. It's a four to five trillion dollar bill. So at least Chuck Schumer, be honest, be honest to the American people what this bill costs the American people. And not just us, not just us, not not everyone, just the people listening to the show throughout the country, but even more so our kids, our grandkids, our grandkids' kids, they will curse us if we impose these massive costs on the shoulders of our kids and grandkids. The whole idea of the American dream is to leave this country in a better place for the next generation. How are we doing that if we're putting trillions and trillions of dollars of debt on the backs of our kids? How are we doing that, leaving our country in better shape if we're going to raise America's tax rates to the highest in the world? I was just on with Larry Kudlow, who precedes me on the Kudlow show, and we were talking about China. And the most important issue for our country now is out-competing China and the Beijing communist government. Yes, I called them communists because they are communists. They have the worst human rights violations in the world. They're the most racist country in the world. The Chinese, yes. The United States is not systemically racist, but the Chinese are. Uh, what they do to their own citizens, what they've done <coughs> to the, Korea, the North Koreans and so on, and other countries has been just horrific. Now, we can defeat this bill. That's my message to you. We can save America we can kill the bill. Now, I'm going to repeat to you all for the next five or six minutes before we go to break. I want to I, I know you heard it before from me because I've been a Johnny one note on this stuff, but repetition is important. So I want to remind you of all the horrible, horrible features of this bill. Number one, I just mentioned it, the highest tax rates in the world, the United States of America on small businesses. No. No, no, no. That's not putting America first. We're the land of the free. We're not going to have our taxes 55, 60, 65%. Absolutely not. Now, oh, it's just the rich that are going to pay those taxes. I don't care who it is. Nobody in this country should pay taxes of 65% on their income. If you're out there building a business, making money, creating jobs, we're going to punish you? We're going to punish you for, for having a successful company, for employing people, for giving people the goods and services they want? Come on. That's not America. So, no, we're not going to have the highest tax rates in the world, but this bill would do it, and we've got to stop that. Number two, there is about $300 billion. I know these numbers are so gigantic, people's eyes roll over. I can't even comprehend how much $300 billion is. But let's just all agree, that's a whole lot of money, okay? We're going to give that out in new welfare programs. Everything's going to be free. Child care is going to be free. Kindergarten is going to be free. Your rent is going to be free. You don't have to pay for food. We're going to expand food stamps and all of these things. You know, as the New York Times said not long ago, it's cradle to grave government is what Joe Biden's giving us. Is that what we want? 
Is that what we want? Now, here's the point. And my buddy Larry Kudlow has been on this from day one. He's so right. Do you know how many work requirements there are for all these freebies? Anybody know? Zero. A big fat zero. There's no work requirements. The government is going to give everything. In fact, we're not going to be able to have any workers. The suckers are the people who are working. And, and, and folks, I know most of you are hardworking people. You get up early in the morning. You work hard. You drive a truck. You do deliveries. You do. You run a company. We've got people with all backgrounds, the nurses, the doctors, the delivery people. I mean, amazing, amazing uh, work ethic in America. We're eroding that. We're telling people, no, you don't have to work. You can sit home and watch Netflix, and you can make more money on your badass than if you're out there working. I'm sorry, I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that. Incidentally, uh, every study shows that businesses need more workers. Every study shows that if you're working and you're productive and you have a reason to get up in the morning, you're happier, you're healthier. We're not doing anybody a favor by putting everybody on the government doll. Okay, I'm not done yet. I'm just getting started here. Then how about what we're doing to our energy industry? How, how in the world are we going to have uh, gas prices come down if we're decimating America's oil and gas and coal industries? Folks, Donald Trump made us energy independent. I used to talk to him in the Oval Office about this. He said we're going to be energy dominant. We were on the way under Donald Trump to being the energy dominant country in the world. We didn't have to worry about Saudi Arabia. We didn't have to worry about Russia. We didn't have to worry about China. We didn't have to worry about Venezuela. We didn't have to worry about Iran and the Middle East because we were producing so much of the black gold, as they call it, that black gold called oil in Texas, in North Dakota, in Oklahoma, in West Virginia, in Montana, in so many states. We have so many resources, folks. Why are we not using them? Why are we not? using the resources we have, people, oh, no, no, we're going to go to green energy. We're going to save the planet. I guarantee you China has no interest in that. They don't have, they're the biggest. They pollute five times more than we do, five times more. And they're using more coal, more oil, more gas. They are laughing behind our backs. The Chinese Beijing government, they are laughing at us. Vladimir Putin and Russia laughing at us. The Venezuelans, the Iranians laughing at us. They cannot believe we have a president who is dismantling our own energy sources. Why are we shutting down nuclear power? If you want to reduce carbon emissions, doesn't nuclear power make sense? I am in favor of all of the above energy, oil, gas, coal, nuclear power, when appropriate, wind power, solar power, batteries. Let's use it all but not dismantle. We get 75% of our energy from oil, gas, and coal. It's ridiculous to say that we're going to bring that down to zero. Incidentally, you got, my blood is boiling this morning. You can, you can, this afternoon, you can, you can sense it probably. Here's another point. Oh, we're going to switch over to electric batteries. Folks, where do you think the batteries are made? <laughs> They're made in the USA. No, <laughs> they're made in, in China. Oh, we're going to have solar. We're going to use solar panels to provide the energy for our $22 trillion economy. Folks, where do you think the solar panels are made? Oh, China. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. What about wind turbines? We're going to have the wind blow, and, and that's going to provide all the energy we need. Where do you think the wind turbines are made? China and other countries. Come on. Does this make any sense? Is this putting America first? No, it is not. Uh, I want to mention a couple other things. I think it's outrageous that we are in a situation now we, where we are going to hire 80,000 new IRS snoops. If you're a conservative 
If you're a Republican, they're coming after you. They're coming after me. They're not going after the millionaires and billionaires. No, they're not. They're going, they're going to weaponize the IRS and use it a, as a political instrument uh, to harass people who don't agree with them. That's what they did under Obama. Just look at Lois Lerner. If you don't know who Lois Lerner is, Google the name Lois, L-O-I-S, Lerner, uh, and you will see what she did. She said, okay, we're going to investigate with the IRS all groups and all individuals who are Republicans or conservatives. We cannot allow them to do that again. Uh, they're going to nationalize health care. They're going to nationalize child care. The federal government's going to take over our lives. The taxes go up. It's an abysmal bill. 2,492 pages. I'll end with this. How many members of Congress do you think have read a 2,492-page bill? Seriously. Do you think Chuck Schumer has read this bill? Do you think uh, AOC has read this bill? Do you think any of these fools in Congress have any idea what they're doing? Come on, read the bill. Know what's in the bill. Be honest about how much it's going to cost. They have done none of that. That's why we have to kill this bill. Now, we're going to take a break. I'm going to come back with my great friends I call Citizens Payne, P-A-Y-N-E, two of the best financial advisors in the business. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the financial markets. Then when we come back at the bottom of the hour, I'm going to start taking your calls. I want your reaction to what I have said. I say kill this bill. I say let's produce American energy. Let's let's require people to work. Welfare should be a hand up, not a handout. I think we can we cannot afford trillions of dollars more spending. I think it's going to make inflation worse. I want to hear from people on both sides of the aisle. We're going to be back with you uh, in taking your calls at the bottom of the hour, and we will be right back. You're listening to more money. More money this morning. And Bob, another crazy week in the stock market. We've got this Omicron variant wreaking havoc. We had unemployment numbers come in less than expected. And now the Fed looks like they're going to get more hawkish. They may start bond buying at a quicker pace than we thought initially. What's going on, Bob? Is this the end? Are we finally at the end? What uh, is your opinion here? What's going on in the markets and the economy? You know, Ryan, all summer long, all you did was read one article after another from the financial pundits saying this market is overheated. It's too high. We need a 5% correction. And then we finally get a correction. And now they say, oh, this is just the tip of the iceberg. It's over. It's done. You're finished. You're through. Your, your ship is sinking. Get out. Yeah, it's, it's kind of remarkable right now um, just how aggressive – uh, the selling has been in such a short period of time. But, you know, look, at the end of the day, has anything really changed that much? I mean, unemployment is coming down, maybe not as much as expected in the last month, but we're at 4.2% unemployment now. Wages are going higher. We learned that on Friday. And at the end of the day, like, I think the bond buying, stopping the bond buying is probably a good thing. We have inflationary pressure. If the Fed starts to put the brakes on a little bit with their monetary policy, like, these aren't necessarily bad things. No, not bad at all, right? It just means that the Federal Reserve is behind the curve again, which they always are. I don't care. Any time that you've been an investor in your lifetime, the Federal Reserve has always been playing catch-up. But I think it's interesting that you went from being dovish to being hawkish as the Federal Reserve chairman once he got reappointed. You know, it's like almost like he was campaigning for job uh, security. <laughs> now that he has it, uh, he can do whatever he wants. And I think that's essentially what you're seeing here 
is with the speeding up of the bond buying. And now we're talking about maybe even some are talking about four rate hikes next year, which says to me, I mean, if inflation again is over 6%, and if we look at, if we see inflation again for November, which we'll get those numbers this week coming up, it could be even higher this month. Well, the Fed has stopped talking about that transitory inflation. I think we're all starting to accept here that inflation is more of a long-term phenomenon that we're going to have to deal with. Well, that's why investing is so hard, right? So counterintuitive. And when the market's flying, your phone's ringing off the hook. You got to get in. Maybe I should put more in. Maybe I should be more aggressive. And then the market comes down a little bit. Maybe I should get out. Maybe I shouldn't own any stocks. Maybe I should be, you know, sitting in cash. But the problem is opportunity comes when the news is bleak. So all of a sudden you have negative news. You get that correction. You need to have more discipline to overcome your emotions when you get into these volatile periods of the market. You really do. And you have to keep your eye on the prize, right? Because again, if we know inflation is going to be here for a longer period of time, this is something we talk about and hammer on week after week, is you've got to make sure that your assets are working for you, right? It just, it just, you can't just sit there sitting in cash, especially with this big dip here, hoping, well, maybe it'll go down even further. Who knows, right? If we had a crystal ball, we'd be on our yacht. But we do know that the economy is strong. It's getting stronger. We know that earnings have been phenomenal. Companies are doing a great job navigating through this pandemic. I mean, because that's the other thing is, yes, we have a new variant, but we just had all summer long, all we had was this Delta variant. It was the only thing in the news. And what we learned is companies did a fantastic job navigating through all the supply chain issues and the virus strain issues that we saw. And I think that's going to continue. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head, right? Sitting in cash is really the biggest mistake you can make. And everybody says, oh, I'm not sitting in cash. Well, if you're not sitting in cash, who has that $1.6 trillion that investors are sitting on right now uh, that was reported in the Wall Street Journal this week? Well, and also that's another narrative that's kind of false right now, right? Is that, you know, again, the spending boom that we're having right now is only going to last a little bit. It's a sugar high. People have been so fiscally responsible. They've actually socked away, to your point, $1.6 trillion since the beginning of the pandemic. You know, they're not just blowing their money right now. And I would argue that's along what we would call tailwind for the economy because there's a lot of money that's being judiciously spent as opposed to, you know, like we saw back in the credit crisis when people were just spending money, had credit cards, were completely leveraged. We're actually not seeing that this time around. And that bodes well for the longer term outlook on the U.S. economy. Well, it sure does because, you know, wages are rising. Right. Everybody's net worth is going higher because the stock market up till this week has been, you know, hitting all time record highs. Your real estate values are through the roof. And meanwhile, the economic numbers continue to get better. Right. We had that uh, that supply chain issue. It's still there, but it's getting better. You look at the average cost rise for a cargo container from China to the U.S. It hit a new low this week. So that means if their prices are going down, then container ships are moving across the seas. Well, that's another great point, because now you're hearing all about supply chains, everything's a mess. That's kind of after the fact, right? We, we know that's what's happening right now, but we're starting to look out into the future, and that's what stocks do, right? They look out into what's going to happen next, is you're starting to see those supply chain issues ease, which means that costs go down. That's great for profits for companies. <laughs> you know, So these, are, these all bode well to be an investor long-term. And as we know, what companies do when they have more earnings and the revenue goes up, they pay out more dividends to you and me. And if dividends are increasing, that's an important component when you're building your financial independence plan because you have to account for not only having current income coming in, but income that's going up over time to account for that insidious tax, Bob, you always talk about, inflation. 
Yeah, inflation is real, Rye, and the fear is real right now. I saw the VIX, the fear index, as they call it on Wall Street, spiked up this week because fear is growing. And fear causes you to sit there and cash and not make a decision. But, you know, volatility cuts both ways. When you have downside volatility, that's all you hear about in the financial news. They give you all the reasons why, you know, the market's dropping. But what they don't talk about is the upside volatility that comes after every decline, right? Every decline in history has been temporary, Rye, and the new highs have been inevitable. Yeah, no, it really has. And that's why when you're thinking about right now getting invested, what you're doing with your portfolio, like with our thousand or so families that we manage at our firm paying capital management or the billion dollars that we, that we run for people is, you know, we really look at, again, what are your goals? What are you trying to achieve? Build that portfolio around that, especially from an income perspective. And you have to start thinking about that income plan and sitting in cash does not solve your income problems. Now, you want to keep your emergency fund in place. We talk about that. But anything outside of that, you're not doing yourself a service, not getting an investment game plan for the long term so you can live off your assets. Hey, let's face it, Ryan. We're way past emergency fund status, right? $1.6 trillion is a lot of money. That's going to be put to work at some point. Don't be the last one to join the party. Yes, you never want to be the last one. If you're thinking to yourself right now, every week what we do is we have 10 slots. If you have over $750,000 saved for retirement, Bob and I will run for you. Our total financial master plan, our famous total financial master plan, will be with no obligation or cost. We're the only firm that will do a full review of everything you own up front. Just send us your holdings through our secure email server. We're going to build you a financial portal. We're going to take a bird's eye view of your net worth. We're going to hone in on everything you need to know. What's your income plan for retirement? We're going to put that together. Solve for how you take Social Security, how to optimize those incomes, account for inflation, the fact that your cost of living is going to double over the next 20 years. We're going to put together that full plan, and we're going to look at diversification. Are you sitting with way too much cash right now? paralysis by analysis, earning nothing on your money, or are you taking too much risk? And if the market sells off tomorrow, are you protected? We're going to put together a full investment game plan so you can grow your money, but most importantly, protect it over time. And we're going to look at fees and taxes. Wall Street just loves to sell you those products with high fees and high taxes. We're going to do a deep dive of every investment you own, show you how to reduce costs, reduce taxes, especially in a landscape where taxes are probably going higher. We're going to give you all our proactive tax strategies, tie it all together in one total financial master plan to make sure so we can help you get from point A to point B with the least amount of risk and the highest odds of success. All you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PL. A-N-N-Y-C. If you're one of our next 10 callers, you've saved over 750000 for your retirement. Our team of financial advisors and certified financial planners will create for you your own unique total financial master plan. Now, there's no obligation and no cost. won't be a plan if you don't text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844 844- Plan NYC. That's eight four four P L A N N Y C. So Bob, you know one thing I wanted to talk about today, and you know, what we do for the thousand or so families that we advise at our firm, Payne Capital Management, of course spelled P A Y N E, is you know we spend a lot of time evaluating savings and tax planning opportunities. And since we're at the end of the year here, there's a lot of different strategies that you can do proactively wealth moves that you can make so you don't leave money on the table in 2021. So I thought we could discuss some of the ones that we use at our firm. 
You know, right? everybody loves a winner, right? So it's always great when you have your portfolio hitting new highs and everything's up in your portfolio, and everybody hates a loser. But, you know, sometimes losses can work for you. When you have a loss in your portfolio, don't be afraid to harvest a loss, right? Tax losses can be carried forward forever. So if you don't have any gains to offset this year, you can take them against your gains in the future. Always harvest your losses, right? Yes, and you can mix and match. So if you have a big capital gain on real estate, you could use your stock losses against it. And the thing I like about a tax swap is you can swap into a like investment as long as it's not identical. Book the loss, but not lose your position invested. So one thing we look at every year you want to look at right now is any tax swaps that you can do in your portfolio that can give you huge flexibility down the line when you do have a year where you have a big capital gain event. The other thing, Bob, we look at right now is just your asset allocation. A lot of markets have done exceptionally well this year. They've become overweighted. What are you overweighted in your portfolio that it's a good time just to take some profits and reallocate to manage the risk? You mean when you put 10% of your portfolio in crypto, Ryan, it becomes 60 70% of your portfolio's weighting? You should actually sell some? Is that what you're saying? Yes. You, when things go up big, you should probably take some profits. And we've seen that. We've seen big gains on investors' portfolios where they just refuse to take any profits. As we know, Bob, trees don't grow to the sky. So when the wind's at your back, it's a good time to be proactive, maybe take some risk off the table. If you're close to retirement, retired now, maybe you're supposed to be only 50% at risk in the markets. Now you're 60%. Take that 10% off, re-diversify it, manage your risk. You know, Ryan, it's always interesting to see how most of you set your asset allocation. The way I see it is typically you you start it with a bank or a wirehouse, and you went through six or 12 questions about how you feel about risk. And they scored the questions, you know, like sometimes there were six questions, sometimes there were 10, and then voila, here's your asset allocation. And that's the last time you ever think about it. But as markets, you know, perform, as markets operate, what happens is your risk assets start to overwhelm your preservation of capital assets. And right now is a good idea to take a look and see how much risk are you really carrying in your portfolio? Well, we joke about this because people in our industry are lazy. There's no getting around it. And I don't like to talk trash, Bob, but what happens is, to your point, is you go in for that first financial physical, quote unquote, you take the risk tolerance test, they plug in an allocation, maybe you have several advisors, and it's like, I love this analogy, you've used it before, but it's like you get that physical once when you're 18, and now you're maybe in your 50s, 60s, or 70s, and you haven't gotten a physical again, and you still have your portfolio balance based on what your risk was or where you were 10, 15 years ago. It's insane. And it's something that has to be addressed. You mean if I get a physical at 18 and then at age 70, I decide to get a second one, you mean something might go wrong between 18 and age 70? Everyone but you, Bob, because you're in perfect health (laughs) and your hair looks great. Hey, Rod, you know, another thing I think you need to do is really take a look at your retirement accounts. You know, it's not too late. We have four weeks left in the year. Well, even less than that, if you look at uh, with the holidays. So you have time to top out your retirement accounts. You have time to make sure that you're doing all the financial planning that doesn't have a good impact if you don't do it by the end of the month. Yes. And I know right now at our firm, we're doing a lot of what you call Roth conversions, where you take some of that retirement money because the problem is when you're 72, your retirement plans are ticking tax time bombs, meaning the government forces you to take the money out. A lot of time it pushes your tax bracket up. So if you're younger than 72 and maybe you're in an exceptionally low tax bracket this year, and I think tax rates may go up because we got to pay for all the stimulus, it might be a good time to pay the tax on some of your retirement accounts now and get them into a tax-free Roth vehicle where it's tax-free for life for you and your heirs inherit that money tax-free as well. 
it's a huge strategy. You've got to talk to your tax advisor and your financial advisor. Like, do it now. Hey, Ryan, you may think I'm cynical, but, you know, it's amazing how with all that concentration of wealth in the hands of my fellow baby boomers in our retirement accounts, that Washington has painted a big target on our retirement accounts. And if you don't believe they're going to do everything they can to get as much of that money in their coffers, then, you know, I got some uh, swamp land I'd like to sell you. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. I think if anything right now, this is a year, this is time to be proactive and you still have a couple of weeks left to do it. You know, Bob, another strategy we've been using is if you have to start taking those distributions or you're over 70 and a half out of your retirement account, well, if you make them charitable contributions, it's a full deduction from your taxes, which is pretty awesome. It's very awesome. Plus, you know, you don't have to report it on your income tax. Number one, you can you know, gift that money, whether you're 72 when you have to do a required minimum distribution, but you have to be at least 70 and you can do it up to a hundred thousand. It's a great way to give money to charity. It's a great way to do tax planning. It's what I call a win-win, right? It's a, it's a huge win-win. And because our deductions have been lowered in general because of the tax reform from a couple of years ago, um, it's really important to look at. So if you are charitably inclined every year, you know, look at your retirement accounts as a place to do that. Again, if you're over 70 and a half. Bob, the last one we'll give you today, because we're just giving you so many pro moves, is if you happen to be in a high deductible healthcare plan this year, well, you should be eligible for a health savings account where you put the money in pre-tax, it grows tax-free, and if you do it correctly, it comes out tax-free. That's triple tax-free money, Bob. That's a pretty darn good deal. You know, the HSA is a terrific account, right? It's a uh, health savings account. Now, most of my clients and most of my friends are retired. You know, they're not worried about high deductible health care plans, but their children and their grandchildren are. And if you want to look really smart over the holidays, talk to your grandchildren, talk to your children, tell them to check out and see if they have a high deductible health care plan and start putting money in HSA. Even better, gift them the money to put in. It's, a, it's you know, triple tax exempt. You can give them money that they can use it now. Maybe they can't afford it, you know, with the cost of everything going up to put money away in their 401k and their HSA. You can be a real hero with your kids and your grandkids this holiday season. Think HSA all the way. And Bob, never, never be afraid to just gift to your son. You know, it's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's always it's the greatest charity you could possibly gift to. You know, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give your brother Chris a call as soon as we're finished this call this broadcast today, right? If you're thinking to yourself right now, I need a tailored strategy that has the highest odds of successfully meeting my goals, well, here's your opportunity. We're offering for the next seven callers our groundbreaking analysis. It's the most comprehensive review available. It's the only one of its kind. Week after week, our reviews have revealed that you don't have a financial plan, that most of you have a collection of investments that were sold, not bought. You know, annuities, mutual funds, individual speculations that have high cost and are tax inefficient and as a result have a lower risk adjusted return and a low probability of meeting your family's needs. You and your family are unique. We take the time to learn about your unique goals, your unique needs, which is why we have to limit our offer every week. And if you were shut out last week, we're sorry, but here's your chance. All you have to do is be one of our next seven callers and text and call. So don't waste time. Give us a call or text at 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. We literally have seven slots left. We'll keep this open throughout the show. If you have over $750,000 saved for retirement, we'll go through everything. We're a fiduciary. Work with one of our certified financial planners, financial advisors at 844-752-6692. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. 
This is Bob Payne. This is Ryan Payne, Payne Capital Management. Stick around for more money. This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore. This is Bob Payne, Chief Investment Strategist here at Payne Capital Management with this week's market update. This week on the Street of Dreams, volatility spiked on fear of the newly identified Omicron variant and the announcement by the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell that the Federal Reserve might end its pandemic-era stimulus sooner than expected. But now that we have vaccines and therapeutics to deal with COVID and its variants, I have to believe that the reaction this week is more about the realization that monetary policy, both here and abroad, is about to change. Now, our Fed chairman, Jerome Powell, has finally acknowledged that inflation is rising and will no longer use the word transitory when referencing inflation. And that has led many to believe that the Fed will raise interest rates as early as April versus the expected midsummer timetable. Meanwhile, he acknowledged that the economy is continuing to strengthen and unemployment at 4.2% is falling faster than anyone at the Fed anticipated. All in all, economic news continues to be positive. Now, with that being said, short-term volatility in the financial markets is not a call to action. It doesn't announce its arrival or its departure, and it has no predictive power and is impossible to time. What it does provide is an opportunity for long-term investors to accumulate shares at discounted prices. Hey, my son, Ryan, and I have 75 years of combined industry experience in building low-cost, tax-efficient, gold-based portfolios. If you want to get your free evaluation, all you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. It's more money with leading economist Steve Moore. Now, here's your host, Steve Moore. I love the Christmas music, don't you? I just love the Christmas music on WABC. It's the best time of the year. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous Saturday afternoon in the Washington, D.C. area where I'm broadcasting from. I think it's really nice all over the East Coast. So after you're done, listening for more money. I hope you'll get out and enjoy this beautiful winter, early winter weather. Okay. I want to take your calls. I said that at the start of the show, I am ready. We are ready, folks. Um, That number for the more money hotline. Do you agree with me? We have to kill this bill. Do you agree with me that this bill that Biden is pushing will do great damage to our country? If you don't agree with me, I want to hear from you. Tell me what you think is good about this bill. Tell me how you think it's going to make America a stronger country. Tell me how you think it's going to solve inflation. Tell me what it's going to do to solve the border crisis. I love this. They're spending trillions of dollars on, quote, infrastructure, but they won't finish building the wall. I'm very pro-immigration, but immigrants have to come into this country legally. So I want to hear from you on both sides of the aisle, Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, liberals. It's free speech radio on WABC. That number. Call in and call in now. We've got two lines open, 800-848-9222. Do you agree with me? Do you agree with Larry Kudlow that we have to save America by killing this $4 trillion monstrosity? By the way, I want to just put in one last plug for my good friend, uh, Ryan Payne, 
and his father, who do such a great job, two of the best in the business and the financial markets. If you want a free consultation, call their uh, hotline, which is 844-752-6692. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. Okay, before we take your calls, because as I said, we have we have uh, two lines open. I want to just make one observation, and then we'll get to your calls right after our short break. The observation is this. Government and politicians think they're Santa Claus, right? They think they're Santa Claus because all they do is give away our money to other people. And this is why politicians want to spend trillions and trillions of dollars, because they think that they are the jolly St. Nick Passing out all those wonderful things, and the voters will love them, even if they bankrupt the country, bankrupts our great country. They don't care because look at me. I'm giving you free child care, free health care, free rent, free food, free burial service, free everything's going to be free. Under Joe Biden's America, everything's going to be free. Now, if everything's going to be free, do you think people are going to work? Do you think kids are going to try to strive to create a great business? Do you think we're going to have uh, the best economy in the world, if we're just passing everything out for free, this is absurd. Ronald Reagan said it best when he was running for president. And I've said it many times, it's one of my favorite uh, political quotes. A government that is big enough to give you everything you want is a government that is big enough to take everything you've got. Sorry, I don't want the government in my boardroom. I don't want it in the bedroom. I don't want it in the bathroom. I want the government out of my life. I don't want the IRS spying on every financial transaction I make. If it's over $600, stay away. There's health privacy. There is financial privacy in this country. There's a First Amendment right. All those are being tossed away as government takes more and more power away from us. Folks, this is about power. This isn't about, oh, we're going to help the middle class. We're going to help the children. No, it isn't. This is about the politicians taking power away from you and me. We're going to take your calls in 60 seconds. You're listening to more money. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen, but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. Okay, folks, with more money. And, uh, you know, Rudolph is the red-nosed reindeer, but what we've got in Washington is, uh, is politicians with Pinocchio noses that keep growing and growing and growing in length. They lie to us about what this bill will will cost us, about the fact that it's paid for, about that it's they, how about this lie? Oh, we're gonna spend and borrow and print four trillion dollars more money and that's gonna make inflation go away. Uh-huh. They must think we're stupid. Okay, folks, I wanna hear from you now. My producer says we have two more lines open on the more money hotline. We still have ten minutes left. I wanna hear from you. Do you agree with me or disagree with me that the Joe Biden three trillion dollar spending bill must be stopped. I say, yes, it's going to bankrupt our country, and we're going to spend a, uh, years and years, if not decades, trying to undo the damage this bill does. And I think our first caller, Rob, in New York, agrees with me. Rob, how are you? Merry Christmas. What do you got? Good afternoon. Love the show. You guys are really very informative on money, and I like that. 
Thank you. So it, that being said, why don't we call this what it really is? It's the Bernie Sanders bill. It has nothing to do with Joe. He's just the front man that's out there trying to sell it to America. Of course. Of course. Bernie's yeah, I mean, I, could, to- I cannot agree with you more. You nailed it, my friend. Well, listen, I mean, it doesn't take an economic genius to understand what Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and the rest of the people in that corner are trying to do to America. Besides destroying the democracy of America, they're trying to destroy the energy independence and the well-being yeah. of the capitalism society of America. Rob, uh, I got uh, 30 more seconds. I want Answer me this, because I'm puzzled by it. Why? I, I agree with you. That's what they're doing. Why? Why are they trying to destroy our country? Well, it's very simple. There is a faction of this right now government that hates this country to no end. And until Why? they Why? reach their goals. Why do they hate us? Their... Why? Because yes. they cannot they cannot stand that people like us of our generation that have worked hard, that have right. built nest eggs, that have put money away and done the things the right way, they right. cannot stand that we have done it right. Well, Rob, you are spot on. Thank you for the call. Great call. And we have one or two more lines open. Please call in. I want to hear from you. It's the 800-848-9222. 800-848-9222. That's the More Money Hotline. And I want to tell you, I, I, you know, I never like to get to people's motives. But why would people want to spend 3 to $4 trillion that we don't have? Raise our taxes to the highest tax rate in the world. Dismantle America's energy uh, policy and our, our uh, you know, our energy independence. Why would countries want to, why would the politicians want to pay people not to work? Why would they want to hire 180 to 100,000 new IRS agents to snoop in our, in our uh, financial, private financial transactions? Why would they continue to add more and more entitlement programs when we know it's already the Titanic and we know that these programs are going to sink our country? So I don't get it. I want somebody to defend it. I want to hear from somebody to defend these policies because maybe there is a good motive. I can't find one. I think this idea of government of Santa Claus is going to be the destruction of America. Somebody's got to tell me where in the world. Point to me. Point to me in the world where all these massive government programs have worked to help the citizens. If that's the case, why is everybody trying to come to America, right? Why is it the people from Africa and Asia and Europe and South America and everybody wants to come to America? We're supposedly a racist country and we don't treat people well here and everybody wants to come here. Uh, Mr. Producer, do we have another caller? John from Staten Island. John, what do you got? Do you agree with me or disagree with me, John? No, I agree with you. This this bill's got to go. I mean, I think we should actually have a Joe Biden Christmas gift card sent out. Because with thirty trillion in debt, we have three hundred fifty million people. It comes out to everybody owes eighty five thousand seven fourteen dollars and fifty seven. Hold on, let me stop you right there, my friend. It's actually higher than that. I mean, you're you're on the right course here. But when you look at how much this is going to add to the debt over the next few decades, we have found. Uh, I hope you're sitting down, that this that every child born today, if you've got a newborn infant or a, a child in your household that's under the age of five or six, we by the time they're 30 years old, they're going to pay $300,000 just to pay for the debt. Can you believe that? That's every single citizen. Yeah, every, every single child born today, $300,000. Gee, how is this for the children? 
Right. Well, you can't count on the kids to pay for it because they're going to try to take – the people who are older right now who are retiring better know that, listen, 401Ks weren't taxed to like the 70s. They, That's they, right. They, you know what? Let's let's tell the pension unions, all right, you know what? When we run out of regular people's money, we're going to have to go with the pension money. How about see how fast the union want to turns around on that? Maybe maybe yeah. the pension money's got to be taxed too. Yeah. So I'm with you. A great call. I, I am I am uh, sick about this, folks. I, if we if we allow these politicians to pass this bill, because they have the power to do it, the Democrats have 50 senators, and uh, thanks to you know no, in no small part to New York, Connecticut, New Jersey, and and uh, the states around that area that keep electing these Democrats who want to bankrupt our country. But I wonder, Mr. Producer, do we have a single caller yet who wants to defend this bill? We do not. You see, I told you, see, they, they are afraid to defend their position. They don't want to explain how this is going to make America a greater country. Uh, I, I've got time for two more quick calls. It's 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. Can you defend this bill? And if you can't defend it, I'd love to hear from other people explaining to your colleagues and your friends why this bill is stink bomb. It's a stink bomb. Any other calls, Mr. Producer? Joseph from New Jersey, what do you got for us, my friend? Hey, kill the bill, save America, man. We need to make yes, this country great. Yes, you got it. Period, period. And we need to start with their children. You know, they're, they're starting to come with this uh, uh, critical race theory in our schools. And, and where's this going to leave our kids like is is a way for the people to start their own their own schooling system where the people actually puts in on it. I mean, is is something has to give here? You know, we, yeah, we, Joseph, the kids are point. the kids are our future. The kids are our future. We need to start, yeah, and they're not going to be. Yeah, how are they going to? You're so right. And how are they going to build our future if they're learning crap, crap in in school? They're not learning chemistry. They're not learning science. They're not learning math. They're not learning learning history. They're learning crap, folks. And we've let the left and the teachers unions take over our schools and teach our kids anti-America BS, frankly. And what great country teaches its kids how how terrible its country? Do you think they do that in China? Do you think they teach their kids how terrible that uh, China is? Do you think they do that in, in Japan or Germany or Mexico? Of course they don't. Of course they don't. You are so right. I've got to tell you, folks, I have two stepsons uh, who are 13 and 14, and we live in a, in a pretty nice area with some allegedly good public schools. And when we saw during COVID what our kids were learning and how it was all America's responsible for all the problems in the world and we're the most racist country in the world and, and uh, we're the ones who killed all the Indians and we stole all the land and we're colonialists and all the problems in Africa are because of America. And I thought, oh, my God, I've got to get my kids a real education. We send our kids down the street to the Catholic school, which, by the way, costs half as much as the public schools. And in six months, it's unbelievable. I mean, they have to wear a coat and tie. They have to show up on time. They have to be disciplined. If you act up in school, they kick you right out. And we told our sons, if you if you get kicked out of this school, we're sending you to military school. It's made a world of difference. And here's my point. These kids are learning great stuff. It's a, it's a uh, classical civilization, uh, you know, um, educational experience. 
and it's made a world of difference. These kids are going to benefit so much from this. And the tragedy is that not every child in America is offered that kind of opportunity. Let's free our schools. Let's let every child in America go to a good school. Is that so hard? We know how to teach kids. We know how to give them a good education so we can outcompete all of the other countries in the world. It's going to be number one. If we want to put America first, let's put our schools first and let parents decide, not teachers' unions. Folks, have a great weekend. You've been listening to More Money every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. and repeated on Sunday at 4 p.m. Have a great weekend, folks. If you're suffering from ED, you're not alone. 60% of men over 60 have this problem. Help is out there. The professionals at Elevate Wellness can help you be the man you used to be. They've helped thousands of patients and have a 96% success rate. What are you waiting for? Call 973-354-2276. 973-354-2276. Your first visit is only $99. ElevateWellnessGroup.com. Help is out there. ElevateWellnessGroup.com.